Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Football is back, and BetOnline is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up-to-minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with BetOnline's real-time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and the Super Bowl, BetOnline gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BLEAV, that is capital letters BLEAV, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And welcome into another episode of Topic Thunder. Oh my God, we are joined Whoa! this evening. What time? A very special guest. Wow. What's oh up, guys? <laughs> wow. How's it going? Wait, keep going. We've had a wonderful week of Thunder content, including two preseason games, which we covered on last episode, but we'll probably get into a little bit more in this one. Lots of national podcasts addressing the Thunder. And as I I mentioned, a surprise guest who we were not expecting to be able to join us tonight. Hence me trying my best to emulate his video. The host with the mostest at Thunder Chats. Oh yeah, that's my name. Sorry, I'm I'm not used to getting introduced on here, guys. Uh, yeah, what's up, guys? Um, yeah, no, we uh, you know we've we've I didn't think I was gonna make it because we had to move to the hospital again. His temperature spiked, but um, they actually sent him home late tonight. We got a late discharge. Uh, everything came back kind of clean on the test. He was acting good. Um, you know, he was very behind on his sleep and everything. So. We just got home. Chelsea said, as long as I got him to sleep and I got her to sleep, I was good to pod. So uh, I'm a little late, but, you know, looks like you guys were just getting started anyway. So it worked out. There was a lot going on there for a second. So we have this new, like, intro thing that I figured out how to play for the YouTube that has just tons of great Thunder, like, highlights on it. I was just, like, enjoying. (laughs) I was watching. I I was was just just sitting there watching it. And then I was like, oh, wait, this is about to end and I have to like gather my thoughts. And then right then Dylan popped up (laughs) backstage, like needing to be allowed into the chat. And I'm like pushing buttons and trying to think of like, what what does he usually say? I think it went okay. Yeah, no, you you did great, I think I pulled through. I I think you would have done even better if I didn't like just like just throw you off your groove from the jump. But like it it was was awesome. Yeah, it was a lot. But hey, I'm I'm an innocent bystander, man. You're already hosting. I don't even know what y'all are doing. So you know, you take the show, and I will. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna co. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be a co-host for a while. Oh, we don't have a plan. We don't have a plan. We're free. We're free balling. Do you not see the title of the stream? Oh, I see, man. You free balling. I like it. Did you catch a nice breeze? 
Can I can I interject and just um, whoever briefly set up the the videos to to do the really close up? Can we do that again and do the thing oh. we did last time? I have the yeah, and then we just get. Can we all just get real close? I also again? have the power. Oh. Okay. All right, welcome to the topic Thunder YouTube. Uh, this is how did you guys? <laughs> Hold on, I need better lighting. How did you guys like the games last last time? The Spurs in the right. distance. We have to keep in mind that most people aren't watching the YouTube right now. So yeah, this I know. Is, a lot. So, this so is an audio medium. In. So can I can you I know. start? I need to get I need to get something off my chest. Mm. Matt, the last two times yes. that I've been on with you, I have yes. felt as though I've been a little bit mean to you, oh. and it's all I think you know in service of of bits. Um, yes, I knew that. You know, you know it's not sincere. From my heart, yes. I am fond of you, and I think highly of you, and. I'm Thank I'm you. going to strive to to be more friendly to you, and I apologize. Please don't. I I think it makes for better content. No, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna compliment you Steve. heavily and often. Tyranny. He's he's trying to say he's he's gonna try to stop bugging you. Oh my no. god, no, Dylan, <laughs> stop pest. No wait, um, do not. <laughs> <laughs> This is not nice. It's, it's pretty we, easy to get caught whenever we're throwing out puns, but no, we need we need to be nice to our friends, <laughs> and I mean it. All so, right. with I'll that be on said, my best behavior. I think we should get this. It's not even that good, Dylan. That wasn't right that good. Note. That was horrible. That was so bad. <laughs> was Still, good I'm not. I, I'm not going to insult. I'm not going to insult you, no matter how bad I thought I thought that was. I'm just gonna move on because I'm that. turning over a new leaf and hoping that there's nothing mm-hmm. hiding under the leaf. Yeah. Over, as there like, like a what leaf? Nothing. Like, <laughs> yeah. nothing. Okay. Nothing. All right. So, Great. in service of the best possible Good vibes, podcast, I want the smartest possible person to open with their thoughts on the week. So Matt, that would be you. How did you no. feel about this week of Thunder content? I don't like this. You're a teacher. No. Educator of the future like the... society. And our children could like be what we're doing wrong. here. I don't like what we're doing here. <laughs> I don't like compl- I don't like being complimented. And I don't I I definitely do not want to be the smartest person on a Thunder podcast. That's definitely not true. Um <laughs> How my weekend has been going? Was that what you asked? Your week of thund- your oh, thunder. Week. Week. Your thunder, my thunder week. week was good. My thunder week was good. We have a lot to talk about with the preseason mm-hmm. games. They were fun. Uh, this team's fun. Uh, Jalen Williams is strong. I, oh, I yeah. have two. I have two things I'm going to be saying. I already know throughout the entire season. It is this team is uh, fun, and Jadub is so strong. Those are my two like things i'll just keep repeating over and over um and so i it's just well matt i think Um, those are i think those are both incredibly insightful points and well thank you steve i hate this this is bad i i enjoyed that so we like we made a lot of of 
you know, noise. And so did J-Dub, you know, totally leaning into it, even like prompting some of it about how much muscle it seems like he put on. You know, and, and mm-hmm. this team has had questions about like who will pay the play the power forward. Like, should we draft a power forward? And the position of a lot of us has kind of been like, no, Jalen will be okay. His arms are really long. But what I've enjoyed, like the first game, he had to guard Wimby, and that's you know a fool's errand. He did his he did his best. Yes, but you know it's kind of a literally a foot foot shorter. Yeah. yeah. But then in the second game, he was matched up against a power forward whose literal nickname is Beef because of how strong he is. And Jalen yes. was like Beef not stew. daunted at all. Yeah. He like he he defended him in the post. Like one of the very first possessions, they were like, okay, or the plan is we're going to post up Beef Stew. And Jalen just straight up took the ball from just him. Backed him down. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. It's so, awesome. I think he's going to be okay at power forward. And he is very, very strong. Much He's like so you're strong. looking, actually, Matt. Have you been lifting weights lately? You're looking like. Thank you. I have done no exercise in the last well, two weeks. That's all natural. So, Dang. So thank you for bringing that Dang. up to me. That's crazy. I don't like this. I don't like this. Steve. This is worse. <laughs> this is so much worse. This this patronizing attitude you this have is sincere. How dare no, it's you? not. No, it's not. You know it. You smile. You smiling fool. Anyone on the YouTube right now can see it. Oh, man. This is, like I'm it. just smiling because my heart is filled with such joy. Hanging out with <laughs> you joy. specifically. I'm going to give the worst takes you have ever heard in your life and test this theory I'm beyond a shadow. I'm so hard. And you're going to look like a fool for doing so. <laughs> it's going to be sad. All right, boys. Um, let's get into it. Let's, here let's we go. talk. So, let's talk. Do you want to do a uh, single large item? We can do that. Detroit preseason game. Yeah, you're a host, man. You tell me what we're doing. We're gonna do a single large item for the Detroit preseason yeah. game. And let's see, who do I want to go first? Mm-hmm. Dylan, go now. <laughs> go. I love it. I love it. That was fun. Man, there's honestly so many options that we can go with here. Um, I mean, I, gosh, sticking with the brain, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and go with Shay. You know, I think there's a lot of things we could talk about here. I mean, we could bounce back some large items multiple times. We could have triple large item at this, at this point. But um, Shay came out, and obviously he wasn't. He wasn't firing or anything like that. Like, he wasn't, like, really trying to get a bunch of points in this game. But, like, he was letting the game come to him. I think his first bucket was that step back three. It looked smooth. It looked crisp. It was it was exactly what we saw in FIBA play from Shea in terms of, like, you know, his uh, creation ability in the three-point shot. And, you know, I – I got to say, Dolan, you know, whenever he hit that three and whenever, you know, he hit five or six from the free throw line, I was like, that 50, 40, 90, I don't know. It might happen this year. Um, but uh, the other thing I noticed is, like, dude's just a wizard in the post. Like, his other two buckets – or no, I'll tell you the back. One of his buckets was out of the post, and then every, every trip to the foul line was from a trip out of the post. Um, and then uh, <laughs> he had a weird play in the second quarter where he pump fakes like literally four times from the same possession and then still knocked down the jump shot. It was just like video game nonsense. And 
you know, we have a lot of comparisons that people like to throw around for Shade Gilders Alexander, but something that I kind of like honed in on you know, specifically like in FIBA play this past year and, you know, in this preseason game, I tweeted it out is he has so much D Wade in his like mid range and post game with just like the way that he manipulates off pump fakes, drawing contact, um, you know, with the pump fakes out of the post and, you know, just like his mid range game. And, you know, a lot of people want to point at James Harden with his herky jerky dribble. A lot of people want to point to Kobe because of, you know, the influence that he is, you know, kind of drawn to him. But like, I, I see a lot of D Wade in Shea's game. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you know, whenever you see the stats for Shea about like guards who have averaged such and such points and also this many blocks and steals, it's always him and Jordan and D Wade. Those are like the names. And I was the thing that I really enjoyed about Shea, and maybe it's just because they were, you know, like feeding Lou so much. And so he had some extra energy, but he was being a pest on defense. Three steals like, and a block. All in yeah, the and like almost had a few more steals, you know, like mm-hmm. knocked them away and they ended up grabbing him back and stuff. But he was like getting in passing lanes. He was like reaching for trying to like, you know, pick people's pockets like constantly. And like I said, maybe that's just he had a bunch of extra energy. Maybe that won't carry exactly to that extent throughout the season. Not that he was a bad defender last year, but, you know, just that level of energy outlay. Maybe having Jalen take a leap and Chet take some pressure off of him and Giddy, you know, getting better in his third year, maybe Shea will have some extra energy that he needs to find something to do with. And I think he'll find something productive to do with it. Yeah. And the other thing that I really noticed with Shea is, you know, he, he got in the post a lot, but whenever he got to driving, not necessarily look for his own shot, but like creating for his teammates, he had so much space. Like, mm-hmm. It was insane. It, it was absolutely insane. Uh, love to see it. Thank you, Chet. Thank you uh, to all mm-hmm. the shooters that the Thunder have added over the past couple of years. So, Thank you yeah. to there being no just like gigantic center who can't shoot standing just in the middle of the lane, like, like mm-hmm. half of the national media seems to be after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out KOC. Bond temps. Tierney, how'd you feel about Shay? Hey, 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 hey! Who's hosting here? Hey, it, there, yeah. was a, there was a Dylan, long quiet. It, it just—it's instinct. Look, Dylan, this is not your podcast I, today. You need to trust trust in your podcast partners a little trust bit more partner. because I, as the host, had the discretion to take to a drink. That Matt was just gathering his thoughts. No, I was was waiting for the true host to to view me. And I need him to tell us them now. Uh, Thanks, Steve. Single large item. My single large item was JRE. I thought he played real well in the Detroit game. I got his stats pulled up here. 0 for 4 and 0 for 1, but... He had three rebounds and he was he was minus 16 mm. but as we all know the plus minus does not tell all i thought he was very productive in different ways thoughts steve on that i think if i had a week to prepare a statement about that game i could not have said it exactly like that thank you Thank you. Now, my real my real single large item was uh Lou Dort. He was super efficient. Uh, the last two games 
And in this game, he was in in my level of like, you're doing too much. Uh, he was very close to that, but because he was wildly efficient, uh, I was happy with it. Um, I don't remember what his combined shooting was between this and the Spurs game, but it was something like in the 70, 70% um, shooting. I guess I could probably add it up right here, but I don't want to stall, but um, somewhere in the 70% shooting over 50% from three over those two games, he's been, uh, lights out. Canada is his, is his like, uh, whatever the opposite opposite of kryptonite is. Um, he, he's the super, he's, he is two, the super, he's, he's two thirds from the field, 12 for 18. Okay. Yeah. So about 60. Yeah. Close to 70. Um, oh no, that was just the. Wasn't that just the Detroit game? What was the combined stats? Yeah, yeah, that was combined. And combined, seven okay. for 13 from three. Gotcha. So wildly efficient. Not going to hold up, but um, got to give props where props are due. And uh, I, I I, don't know. I, I was a little, I was kind of thinking back on the games. And I was just like, I didn't really feel like I saw him a lot defensively. Um, or at least I didn't feel like he made a huge impact. I felt like, um, like obviously Chad and, uh, Kaysen did his part and, um, someone else, some freaking Jalen, Jalen did his part, but, um, I didn't really feel like he did much defensively and it was all kind of just like an offensive show for him. But, um, regardless, I, I, I gotta give props where props are due. I thought, I thought Lou Dor had a great preseason so far. Yeah. Speaking of props where props are due. Your hair looks particularly fluffy this evening. <laughs> Did you Dolan, get any conditioner? No. Okay. Dolan, I got it. Well, you I need gotta, to hook me up with what I don't know what you're using, but text me. Okay, friend. Okay. Listen, the reason, listen, the reason why this works is because Dylan gives me crap every time and then I give crap back to him. That's that's the you're ruining. <laughs> You're ruining the symbiotic nature of what's going on here. Well, maybe, I, like, maybe you it. should it's give good favorite. back to no one then. I'm not going to do that. That's not good. That's the the pot. It's it's more entertaining when we can jab and know that we're still best bros. Your friendship Dolan's is more important here, to me. Dolan's <laughs> over here doing this weird thing, and I don't like it. Uh, I think it's He's throwing me in a tizzy. This is like the worst. This is worse than the cockroach thing. It's legitimately worse than that. I'm so aghast right now. So my single large item is single large item is just how good the starting five seems to be. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where like you tell yourself and like you picture it in your head and you think it's going to be awesome, but you're like, there's no way it's going to be as awesome as I think it will be. And I know it's just one preseason game, but it just fits, you know, it just clicks. It's crazy, like how how they all complement each other. And, you know, they complement each other almost as much as I'm like trying to compliment <laughs> Matt in this podcast. <laughs> almost that much. But like Shay obviously is a star. Jalen looks like a star, like now like he looks he's playing like a star currently chet too is playing like a star 
currently. Getty looks like like the perfect connector piece between all of them, who's mm-hmm. just there to like manufacture easy buckets for everybody and for himself to feast on like whoever whenever they had tried to hide their tiny guards on him, he just takes them to the block and is like, Okay, I will drop the ball in the basket because I'm six eight. Um, and then, you know, Lou stopping everybody. It's it's just a perfect fit. And what struck me the most is that they're all like going a little bit out of their way to like hook, like Mark said to, what did he say? Take care of their boy mm-hmm. and ha- make sure he had a good time in his hometown of Montreal. And he did, but they're doing it like naturally in the flow of the game. And like, I know Detroit isn't good there. And especially without Cade, they're like a bad basketball team. But since when did we become the team who can just like abuse a bad basketball team and like have a, what's the what is it in in a video game where you're doing the main thing but then you do like side side, quest side quest side quest yeah they were just playing like with side quests and they were up 16 at halftime or whatever it's like that's still an nba team over there Mm -hmm. we were getting abused like like 15 months ago or whatever we were the team losing by 73 so it's like Look how far we've come. And it's, of course, just mostly the starting five that was doing that. And they just seem so good. Steve, that was a great point. <laughs> oh, well, if you think so, then it really must have been. No, with, but it with, was. I, I mean, with, I'm being serious. I don't know what you're doing right now, but I'm being I'm being serious. That was a great point. And you're that means you look a lot great as well. It's being great it's as well. means a lot. Hey, you know, talking talking about Jalen Williams, uh, I, I gotta say there was one play in the I think second quarter. He didn't make it, but he did a step back three, and it <laughs> it was hard esque, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, the perfect timing, like where it, it it's the exact one that everybody got mad and made the NBA like clarify mm-hmm. the traveling rule. <laughs> about. Yeah. It was like, oh, we can take two and a half steps going forward. We can also take two and a half steps going back. Yeah, and yeah. Jalen Williams took all two and a half. So, yeah, I mean, it it looked great, man. It, it looked great. And uh, Chet, I know he didn't shoot the ball as well as he did against the Spurs, but I mean, like, it, he still was just his presence, man, on both ends of the mm-hmm. floor. I mean, he still got four stocks, three blocks, and a, and a steal in his limited action. And you know, I'm I'm cool with him kind of getting getting some of these shots out of his system because I don't. Oh, but think- also, uh, sorry, but also this is like a, a reason why sample size is so important, right? Because he mm-hmm. took like he took a heave at the end of the half or at the end of a quarter, and so without that, he's one for three, and that's fine. So yeah. it's like, you know, like, and he's still I think he's three for seven for the two games from three with forty two percent. So all good. He was yeah. Two of two, so yeah, three, three, six. Actually, he's fifty percent. Nice. He's really, but so he's really four of six. (laughs) He's really pretty good. Three of five. He's really three of five. That's what you were going for. Yeah, Yeah, I I was more talking about his field goal percentage than three point percentage. I mean, if if he makes any threes, like I'm happy. I believe in a shot. Like it looks good, Mm -hmm. and you know the defenders are still guarding him like he's a legitimate three-point shooter. Uh, he had one play in the, I think, the first quarter where he got the ball on like the elbow and he pump-faked somebody so hard and got all the way to the rim for the M1 
Um, and, you know, finish the M1 with a free throw, hit seven to seven from the free throw line. Like that's huge for your big man. You know, we talk a lot about a shooting. We talk a lot about how he's able to protect the rim. But the fact that this guy's able to go to the line seven times in a game and hit all seven, that's, that, that's not super common in the NBA. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Does anybody have a, a second small item that they'd like to say? Just anything else they want to cover? I did want to mention, I, Dylan mentioned something about like, didn't make it. Um, and I, that reminded me of, uh, uh, Lindy waters totally ruined a Michich highlights, um, that happened in this game. I just feel like it needs to be mentioned because nobody, nobody showed it because they didn't make the shot. Uh, I'm pretty sure the sequence of events was Michich blocked a shot. Or he did so he was like a steal, I think, or something like that. And then drove down beautiful no-look pass. Lindy Waters has the widest lane, and then just sort of like didn't do anything. And then the guy got back to his spot, whoever it was, and blocked it. And um it it, it I don't feel like it it deserved more credit than it got because it was a great like Micic highlight where he's he's doing something defensively, but he's also a really good distributor. He had his other moments where like he the the one everyone was looking at or showing in this game was Micic to had like a kind of across the court pass to to um Chet for a three. Yeah, I think it was either the first or second quarter. Um so like he's distributing the ball really well, Micic is. And he had his moments where it was like it felt like he was a little it, like the moment was a little bit too big for him. He made some kind of dumb mistakes early, but I felt like he sort of settled in um, and having him as like a off the bench um, guy who can kind of like find the open guy or in some cases just create a shot, which he did a couple times. Um, I think it's just going to be a valuable piece, um, at least for this year. So I just wanted to, to shout that out at, at some point too. Steve, what is your compliment for me this time? Oh, I mean, I'm not just going to make one up if it doesn't come naturally. Okay. These are sincere again. So, I right. Think we um, need to talk about Misich a little bit because, you know, this is like I mean, his debut as a Thunder. It was his player. debut. Yeah. I wonder from Dolan debut. about Misich. Yes, Dolan. Um, I thought he was okay. I mean, yeah, I, I totally agree that he's like, he was a little frazzled maybe to start, um, but he did settle in and like that kick out to Chet was really nice. You know, I've seen that clip all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a little rough on defense, but you, I feel like everybody's kind of rough on defense right now um, with the exception of a few like bursts of real intensity. It's just kind of, I mean, you know, it's preseason, preseason mm-hmm. intensity yeah. and that's okay. Um, I, I, have no doubt that that will come uh i don't know i don't really have a lot to say about Mitic at this point i'd like to like to see more play um sample size he's gonna have to be like real crafty because i do think there's a an athleticism um you know ceiling on him so he's gonna have to overcome that with getting to the exact right spot and you know some extra fakes and timing and whatnot so We'll see. Uh, I'm I'm not worried or anything. I mean, he was fine. 
Yeah, I, I think I think it'll be all right. I mean, you know, just like I test, like his shot looks good. And obviously we know that he was able to do this in the EuroLeague and, you know, at such a high level. And obviously they're two different leagues, but I mean, you could even see like coming into like uh, into tonight's game, like that, that play that we keep referencing, like he drove in, drew the double team, flipped it to Chet wide open. Like, you know, that's, that's a semi-routine like play for, you know, like an NBA starter, but like not every role player can make that read, um, you know, make that pass or, you know, even draw the double team. Like, you know, the defenders respected him enough, you know, with very limp, like no NBA action, no NBA film to go off of at all to like, you know, uh, to send a double at him on the drive. And so, you know, I, I'm not saying that he's going to be some three-point marksman. I'm not saying that he's going to go to a six every night from three, but I just think that his impact off the bench as a crafty veteran, a guy that can move the ball, make good decisions with the basketball, and create opportunities for himself and his teammate, I think that he's going to do that this year. And very excited to see him um, on the court more. I think that kind of leads into my second tiny item, which is it. This team is super duper young, obviously. We're expecting a lot of growth, but the thing about the thing that usually makes that tough for teams is when you're actually trying to win games, you can't afford to play young players or and I'll include Mitsich in this conversation because you know he's a rookie technically. <laughs> um and we're talking about he needs a lot of adjustment. But I don't feel like the Thunder face that, and part of that is because Mark is unwilling to play people who won't play defense and you know won't play smart basketball but the other part of it is just the young players that the thunder have and i'm thinking case and wallace i'm thinking uzman jang i'm thinking meetsich um they aren't we can afford to play them because they will not be liabilities mm-hmm. like meetsich is not going to like turn the ball over when he's running an offense he might not he may he might take time to find his ways to be truly effective as a as running the show on offense, um, but he's going to stand out there and like knock down threes. I'm not worried about that at all, and he's going to take care of the ball. Wallace and Jang like are good defenders for players as young as they are. They are solid, and they are also like they will play within themselves and they won't turn the ball over. So while they may take time to become truly impactful on either end, they're not going to be liabilities. So we can afford to give these guys minutes and, you know, let them develop because they're not going to kill our chances of winning games like a lot of young players might. And I think that's like a credit to the drafting. I think that's a credit to Mark and to to the players, obviously, but kind of a unique thing, I feel like, with a team this young. So yeah. I want to – I think that's interesting because that was a question I was going to ask is in the fourth quarter of the Pistons game, it definitely felt like – the game got out of hand um, because we were not like we're doing the preseason thing where we just sort of didn't put back Jalen, Shay, Chet, those guys. They just stayed on mm-hmm. the bench and we let let it go. Um, but we did have the guys you mentioned out there. I think all of them. Um, and I, my question to the room is: <laughs> Is that because? of what steve said is that because like they are guys that aren't going to to lose you games they could win and it maybe is it mark's way of saying like 
give these guys a chance to like try to win a big, a, a quote unquote big uh, game with the the game on the line um, because he could have easily still put in. I don't remember the exact lineup, but he could have put in like he probably could have put in um, Giddy. Maybe he could have put in Dort. I don't think either one of them were in. Um, some other guys on the bench he probably could have subbed into, but he kept the same five out there and he just like let it let it ride. Um, and I feel like that was sort of a uh, sort of a testament to to what Steve said is like these are the guys that can win games even though they're young and still developing. Well, yeah, also, it's a preseason game. It's just a preseason game. <laughs> I know. And I know, I know it's a preseason game. I just, I, I, I'm thinking, like, is there more to, to that than just it's a preseason game? You know, it could be, I guess. Mark is the type to think through things to that level. Um, but I mean, I think the, them coming back is like, like those three were out there, but there were two other guys out there too, you know, and that was kind I don't of a problem. Who was out there. The yeah, end. so the closing five for our, for our squad was Kaysen, was Wendy, Ooze, yeah. JRE, and Olivier Saar. I think. Oh, that, JRE. So That's right. There, there are three yeah. players there that I don't anticipate ever closing a game. Um, yeah, I'm and, worried for Lindy just like in general. I mean, one yeah. for five from three or whatever he was, like obviously that's bad. And but yeah, I don't know his. He's His he's been a, a nice like sniper great. in theory for a, for a few, couple of years now, but mm-hmm. that needs to like come to fruition because he's he like hovers around thirty five percent from three, and that's just not going to be enough to like keep him in the league. He's going to have to like really get up to forty like two or whatever. Yeah, um, but anyways, I think that was as much a product of having like three, maybe non NBA players on the court and like. And then just also not making shots. Um, yeah, that don't help. But yeah. I, I, you know, I do gotta say, like, you know, in that note, um, you know, I'm, I'm gonna use my single large album to talk about two of my guys off the bench, the guys that we mentioned already. Uh, no, you already used your single large. Yeah, you can't. You can't you can do a small host. item. Have to do some you do not have any larger items left clear, to clarify. Use. You have, yeah, it is. You're out of those. My single small yep. item is that what you wanted me to say? Your second okay. small item. Second small, small. Okay. please. Okay. Okay. This is groundbreaking stuff. Got you. Got you. Um, So I'm coupling in uh, my two sons, Kaysen Wallace and Usman Jang. Um, You know, first of all, Kaysen Wallace, nine points, four assists, three rebounds, didn't do anything crazy. Shot two or three from deep. So that was encouraging to see one of those. He showed some legitimate self-creation chops. Uh, It was actually, um, I think it was towards the end of the fourth quarter there. Um, he hit a nasty dribble combo a couple with a step back three pointer, which you did not see a lot of at Kentucky or any time in the Thunder jersey. So, uh, so smooth. yeah, you know, if, if we could see more of that, that's awesome. But the the thing that you know really impressed me and like really personifies Case Wallace as a player. There's one possession in the game. I want to say it was either early second quarter or late second quarter or early third quarter. But the rebounds. Three offensive rebounds in a single. That was game. huge. Like that was he huge. just like his hustle is nonstop. Um, so small, but he got it anyway. Yeah, I mean he had zero steals this game, you know, as opposed to last game where he had three. But like he's still just such a highly intelligent, high effort defender out there uh, on and off ball, and I think he's going to be a real weapon for us off the bench. And um, then I got to get to my guy Ooze. 
bounce back game after a lot of people felt like he struggled, even though like, you know, I feel is like this the a third is microscopic item. No, I'm coupling yeah, them you're... together because they're both my son stolen. But, oh, okay. but that's a, that's, it's a second small item. Though. They're both like anything. This seems like an extension off of my second small item. How well, can, I did. Uh, I, I said, I said okay, you know, so it's like a sub item. Yeah. How go. can one have two players fit into a small item? That's, to, that's not enough space. Listen, usually when I get to Cone and it's, it's on maybe the item one, bigger he on just the goes through side. the rest of the rotation. It's like, all right, Cone, segment's over now. Good job, jerk. <laughs> just, just saying. All right, just so Uz, Uzman Jang bounced back after a lot of people said that he struggled. I felt like, you know, the process was good. You know, the results wasn't super great last uh, the, in the game against the Spurs, but this game, 14 points, four rebounds, three assists. Shot 50% from the field, 40% from three, 100% from the free throw line, 50, 40, 90. Got to love those splits. Um, but something that I've loved from Ooze in these past two games is he's just been aggressive. He's not shying away from physicality. Um, he's making good, smart decisions with the basketball and off the basketball, you know, relocating uh, to an open corner for, you know, for three, um, cutting when he needs to cut, um, and, you know, kind of being aggressive on the glass for Ooze, you know, we don't see ooze in the limited minutes that he plays usually get like four or five rebounds a game, but it's kind of where he's at right now. Uh, the shot looks good. Two or five from three, you know, it's 40%. Um, obviously like it, it looks good. The ideas look good. It's, it has looked good, but um, it, the thing that I love the most about it is he's just, he looks so much more confident, man. Like it can't be overstated from, last season to summer league to now like you could just see his confidence growing it's like he's playing an entirely new game uh he had a sequence in which shay drove in and kicked it out to the wing to ooze and ooze kind of drove in a little bit gave it back to shay and then shay gave it right back to ooze and then ooze knocked it down without hesitation uh i mean it, it was just a i think it's a sign of things to come with Usman jang i know I, I i dolan said it somebody else might have said it as well but you know Ooze is a candidate for a guy that could end up in the starting lineup by the end of the season. And if he can, you know, build off these flashes that we're seeing and, you know, become a more consistent basketball player um, on both sides of the ball, because even as he struggled in the first game, I thought his defense was still really good. Um, if he can continue to be consistent offensively, we got a monster on our hands, boys. Yeah. The, as much as I love Lou Dort, the, the just the image of, Jay, Jalen, Giddy, Ooze, Chet is so way attractive. Better. You know, it's just like magnetic. On a poster, so much it looks way better. Yeah, and they're all like, like the right height. now we're like everybody's kind of tall for their position, right. except Lou. But for the, <laughs> right. with the that, height we like matters. legitimately would be tall at every single position. Right. And long, um, except and for long. Giddy's arms. I think he's Can a plus also... wingspan guy. Mm-hmm. What's um, what's the deal with uh, Trey Man? What's going on there? Are we just is Trey Man not part of this team anymore? He had a shoulder bruise. Is that right? Or a knee bruise? One? Yeah, I think he was like officially listed. It has like a shoulder contusion or a knee contusion or something like that. Okay, but right. I just want to throw that out there. I, I mean, I I think he's probably still holding down the last roster spot, but you know, yeah, that, that's not. That's not a not precarious place to be. So. Yeah. No, no it's, it's not. It's worth noting that, you know, five players did get DMP CDs tonight, um, and, or not tonight, last night. 
Jack White, Keontae Johnson, Jalen Williams, Davis Bertans, Aaron Wiggins. I feel like Jalen Williams, Bertans, and Wiggins, it was more like we know what we have with you. We want to give other yeah. guys opportunity, you know, guys that are trying to earn a roster spot like a JRE. Uh, kind of weird that Jack White didn't get any minutes there at that point. So He had a great um, block in the Spurs game. Just want to throw that out there. Yeah. Well, he, he's going to try to get a contract off that block if we're not going to play him anymore in the preseason. So. I guess. But yeah, I, just, I didn't I didn't see the injury for Trey Man. It's, I just want to make sure we're still yeah still riding that train. I think friend of the pod, Esfandiar uh, Barheni, uh, was actually on site at the game in Canada, and he was tweeting out updates about it. And I, I think he was the one that actually put it out there. So I fact check that while we look at something else. Gotcha. Um, I just I wanted to say about Jang that yeah he like there were like two plays where he absorbed contact in the paint and finished over the guy and that is just not a thing that he would have done last year i mean he doesn't look like all that much bigger um but it makes me wonder if he's like getting on some of those shea gilgis alexander core workouts in the off season because yes. um, that's like i mean that's shea's superpower right is his balance mm-hmm uh, he had a go-ahead bucket um i think it was like a minute and a half left in the fourth yeah. quarter yeah, running the pick and roll, and then like, Case and Wallace, that step back you're talking about was with like two minutes left in the game in a mm-hmm. tie game, I think. So, or I think we were up three, and that put us up six, which we know it didn't. We didn't hold on, but um, yeah, it's just nice to see those young guys taking big shots and coming through like that. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Do we know also um, why uh, the other Dean? P or was it what Keontae didn't play right? Or yeah, he's, he's he just fine. He just didn't play. Okay, all right. Not a huge deal. I was just curious. Yeah, I'm trying to find this trade man tweet. Obviously, he was at the game, so he live tweeted the whole thing. Um, I guess another thought is just like how cool Giddy's outlet passes were. He I was like really making too. an effort of like getting the ball out to guys, you know, running His, on the break. He had one outlet pass that was like literally, it it was just I, I don't know. There was, was like two defenders, and he was just like, "Let's just throw it right between the two of them, where <laughs> both of you can't get it." That's, that's the perfect spot. Yeah, that's the one to Shea that then ended up with Kenrich. Right. And yeah, it was really cool. Um, Inbound pass. The team played, yeah, out in inbound passes too. The team played really fast last year. I think they were third in pace for this season, which is something you expect to see and love to see for a young team who mm-hmm. have the energy. Um, but still, it's nice to see them like clearly making an effort because transition offensive possessions are notoriously efficient. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like that's definitely going to be something we see a lot this season because they're going to be a team that creates a lot of easy buckets out of transition because they're going to turn defense into offense. Um, you know, with uh, as we talked about with Chet blocking shots, but also, you know, our guys feeling the liberty to be a little bit more aggressive and, get, you know, jumping at passing lanes or, you know, going for the ball mm-hmm. because Chet's behind. Maybe, that's, maybe that had something to do with what I was saying about Shea, about the, you mm-hmm. know, being extra pest, pesty. Mm hmm. That makes sense. Oh, it's a calf contusion for Trey Man, by the way. Gotcha. 
Yeah. Yeah. The, with the pace thing, I think that's, I, that's also what's going to make this team. Um, I think one of the, the, one of the teams that nationally is going to be like, Oh, this is, this is not my team to root for, but I like watching them play that type of vibe. Like, like, I, are, like are you I, trying to do a transition right now? Steve, I'm doing a transition. It's really right good. It's a such a good transition. Oh, Thank dang. You. I wasn't ready to be on so that. Oh, wait. What? Rewind the tape. Let's go back. Let's pretend I didn't say that. Uh, let's kick it to. Um, kick it to wait. Let me. As hey. the host. Dolan, the host. Oh, right, Steve. I'll allow it. I will allow right. it. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Uh, yeah. I just wanted to say that um, this team, obviously, you know, we've addressed the need that we've wanted going back in the rest and KD years with really filling this team with three-point shooters. Celia Misic, Isaiah Joe, Thomas Bertans, obviously we didn't get to see them play. And, you know, even guys that, you know, aren't designated shooters, guys like Chet, Jalen Williams, Shea, Dort, like these are guys that are capable shooters. Who's my Jane Case and Wallace? It feels like this team is the best three-point shooting that it's been. So I want to – I just want to throw out a – absolute random hot take at the end of this segment before we get into the next segment and yeah it's 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 a pseudo hot take it's not like scorching hot but it's hot nonetheless i think we're a top 10 three-point shooting team in percentage this year and that's not a crazy jump because we were 17 last year i believe um but i think that obviously i've been adamant i think shay's gonna take a leap i think chet obviously can shoot that basketball and you know the other shooters that we have around this team and the creators that we have on this team. Uh, and, you know, as we mentioned, all the opportunities we're going to have in transition, not every transition bucket is going to be at the rim. You're going to create a lot of three-point shots off of transition. Uh, yeah, I can I could definitely see us being a top-10 three-point shooting team. So, I love that. stake my claim. Love that. The really great thing about just being, like, across the board, super optimistic, is that all the takes – just really mesh together beautifully and you can't you know, like, like you're like you can't ever say one is wrong because you can just sort of like right throw it into another. like well of course i mean i i said we would be a top five offense so like of course we're going to be a top 10 shooting team mm-hmm. so of course we're going to be like a top three seed mm-hmm. so but we also need a good defense for that so it's all just like this house of this is cards this is how you podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Gorgeous cards, baby. Yep. Uh, Steve, permission to uh, do my really good transition again? Yes. Recommence transition, <laughs> if you please. Okay. We could just All chop right, uh, Dylan, your transition there. But okay, sorry. Dylan, nope. we're in the middle of Dylan, a transition. Dylan, you're not the host. <laughs> Dylan, I, you need to shut up. You're not the host. All right, I don't know what Dylan said there. Uh, it was probably really good, whatever. Uh, but Steve, what you were saying earlier about um, this team with really good pace, um, I think that is something the national media is going to uh, run with. And listen, they're not going to be uh, Thunder fans, but they're going to be like, listen, this is my dark horse. This is my team that I really like because they play fast. The people love fast-paced teams. And I think that's something that, that we're going to see um, at least early on in the season uh, when we go forward. Steve, what are your thoughts on that? Man, the national media is already all over this team. I I know what? I'm not 
you know, going to surprise anyone with this. But this oh. week was just a buffet of national podcasts hyping up the Thunder. A smorgasbord of compliments what a word. given to this team. Smorgasbord. To the point, smorgasbord. It was almost a little bit uncomfortable, but I decided Whoa. just to embrace it and just let the love flow through me and just be into it. Like, I'm not going to let it make me second guess it. Even Bill Simmons saying nice things about my team. Like, I'm not going to say, oh, no, like that's going to backfire. It's not. Everybody's right. They're all smart. And I'm so happy. So we have Bill Simmons and KOC spent like half an hour on the Thunder. 40 minutes. Zach Lowe. It was it was so much. Zach Lowe did on the same day or the day after, did like a whole Thunder segment. Kevin Felton. Um, this was after the Wimby game. I thought everybody was going to be like focusing on Wimby and then like giving us a shout out at the end. It was not. Mm-hmm. It was like, I feel like the Thunder love almost was more than the Wimby love. Um, the hoop collectives that is scary today and did it like two days late, which, you know, usually the news cycle has moved on by then. I was like, Oh my God, another 20 minute thunder segment. Well, Wendy was boots um, on the ground. It was, wasn't just, it? It was for everywhere the, for the Wimby, uh, thunder game. Wimby was there for the Spurs game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, Clemente Almanza friend of the mm-hmm. pod. Shout out Clemente. Yeah. One-on-one with, one horse. It was it was a good read. Go check mm-hmm. that out. Um, some good quotes in there. And then was there anybody else? Who else? Who else talked thunder this week? It was just like all over the place. Reggie Miller on the on the game tonight had the th- predicted the thunder would be like a top four seed. Mm-hmm. Um, Wobe said that he thinks we have four all stars on the roster. Yeah, uh, Vicini did an awesome Jalen Williams segment, and we know he we know he loves the thunder. Um, but yeah, it was just like one on top of the other on top of the other. Like every single thing I put in my ears this week was like raving about the thunder and it was great. Um, yeah. what a time man. I was trying to like the Kings last year, Matt and I were trying to talk before we started recording and the Kings last year, like a good example of a team that everybody kind of project predicted would be good, would be better than like projected. Everybody projected way better than projected, sure. Um, everybody just thought would take a leap, and they were right. And so I think it's like we're running it back. But then I was thinking the Thunder, they're not even projecting the Thunder to like take a crazy leap, you know? It's like no. everybody's being so complimentary of the Thunder, but in reality, for them to take the leap everybody's projecting, we're talking like a four or five win increase, which is not even that crazy. Yeah, I last season forty five wins would have been the four seed, would have been home court advantage. Mm-hmm. Well, well, they well the thing I realized after we had that talk is I think will be an even better uh, stat to look up is the predicted wins from season to season, because if you look at ours, yes, we are not that much higher than the amount of wins we had, but we were projected. To get, uh, where was it? Uh, let me find it. I just had it. 23, 23 and a half, I think. 23 and a half, yeah. So like 23 and a half to 44 and a half in one season is crazy. That's 
21 wins or whatever that is. So the, the, I don't remember what the Kings ones before that, but I think that's something to consider too, is the fact that even if we're not technically projected to be that much higher than our record showed, we are definitely projected to be better than where we were a year from now. Um, so that, that is also something to consider if we kind of look back in history with all this. Yeah. There's another team that I kind of point to, um, jumping up to like national prominence after like, you know, so-so season of success, you know, obviously, you know, you, you can go way back to like, you know, the thunder being an eight seed and then, you know, jumping up uh, as like, so a, a uh, what was that? Was they a one or two? Something around there. I don't remember exactly. I have to look. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that, that was my point. I was just saying you could go back there, but like you can go much closer to the play in area, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies in 2020-2021 season uh, were 38 and 34, and they were in the play-in. They were, you know, I think they played uh, Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers in the play-in. And then the next season, they won 56 game, and they were the two seed. Like that was, that was like an instant jump. I'm not saying, you know, obviously that's 18 wins. You had 18 wins to 40. That's 58 wins. Like we have 58 wins. We're probably wow. talking about the one seed. <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm no, I'm not saying like that's, you know, we're gonna. It was a shorter you. season than the one before, right? Uh, no, 38, 34, 82, 82 games, brother. Is that eighty two? Not seventy two. Uh, yeah, I was trying. Oh, I couldn't do the math in my head there. <laughs> Still, so, so what is that's like a forty? Let's say like a forty. That's a forty two pace. Or no, it's forty three. Well, you no add like six. Yeah, add five so or six. You, no, you add, yeah, because it's ten less games, and so you'd have five like and a, five, right? No, you'd add six and four, probably or six and four. Or, yeah, it's one. It's oh, yeah, so forty-three or forty-four wins, and then they jumped thirteen or twelve or thirteen. So okay, that's, so extrapolate yeah, that. This is like fifty-two wins. I think yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I predicted fifty-one wins. So I mean, you know, the it, it's not unprecedented to see this kind of jump, uh, specifically with a young team. Um, no, it's not. And and look, fifty two would have been the two seed last year, mm-hmm. and that's that's like a jump, you know. Like that's the type of thing that would be like an actual leap from the team that that no, I don't think is out of the question. But I just think it's interesting that it's like it wouldn't even take a jump to be like home court advantage because the West was so tightly compressed last year. I mean. We looked after the fact, and it turns out just like the way it ended up that had we won those, you know, that Pistons game and that Pacers game or whatever the two that we lost that were really disappointing down the stretch were. I know Pacers was one of them. Um, we still would have been the 10 seed, but like just barely, you know, we would have been now we're talking three wins away from it, it was just all so tight and so compressed. Like it's just going to take kind of a marginal in, increase to really make a leap. If the standings look like last year and they might even be more compressed than last year. Yeah. It's just, it's, Cause the know, everything's just set up real nice to be real good. Real nice to be real good. <laughs> just like tyranny's hair. Just like it, man. And the beard is so thick. Looking like Tony Stark over here. My goodness. Have you have you tried the like you know, the little digital beard like he has up the 
up the cheek. You should try it, man. Oh, he's muted. Dang. All the good things we said. Sorry. There's a dog. There's a dog barking in the neighbor's yard. I'm trying to mute it. Um, No, I don't like this. Everyone (laughs) says... Everyone says it looks like Tony Stark, and I try not to make it that. And so, thank you, Dolan, for for revving up that insecurity again. That I'm trying not to do. Appreciate it. Well, Dolan said it first. I wouldn't ever compare you to someone as less good looking as you, as <laughs> Robert Downey God. Jr. Dude, I don't know what to do. I consider I'm, that I, an insult oh, to your visage. Mm. I don't know what to do. I I I like I like being mean on this podcast knowing that the other people can be mean back and now i don't know what to do yeah i'm gonna have to figure i'm gonna have to we're gonna have to we're gonna have to regroup my kindness yeah yeah that's exactly what he's doing and i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to regroup next dolan pod and figure out a, a better strategy because he He's got me in a uh, tizzy right now. <laughs> He's got you in a tizzy. As the kids would say back in the day. Not right now. Well, you've got me all that. a flutter. It's <laughs> 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 bad. All right. After I have to re I have to re strategize. Regroup. Um Re-group I don't it. really have anything else to be honest. Like the the only other thing that really happened that is kind of worth mentioning is that ESPN NBA rank came out and was, Ooh. you know, decently kind to the Thunder. Um, Jalen at 95, I believe. That was actually pretty disappointing. But then they compensated with having Chet higher than like a few noteworthy people at 73. 73. Mm-hmm. And I think Giddy was seven, it was 58, 53. I believe. 53, which that's pretty good. And then no matter how you feel about those rankings down low, if you want people pushed up a little bit, I think we got Shea about as high as we could have possibly hoped for at eight. Um, I so love it. People were so mad about it. And it's, it, it makes me happy. Because <laughs> he's over like, yeah. he's over guys like Dame and Kawhi and LeBron and AD and Devin Booker and Devin Booker. People are pretty mad about Devin Booker. Yeah. I get it too. Like, you know, Booker was great in the playoffs. But look, it's totally fine and defensible position to think that Shea needs to have some playoff success before he gets ranked that highly. It's wrong, but it's fine and defensible. You know, I I think um, uh, Windhorse made a great point in talking to Clemente, um, you know, just about that. And he was like, you know, I I think it's, you know, we need to see what Shea does in this kind of environment because we haven't got to see it happen yet. But he also brought up what we saw in FIBA. You know, it was a winner go home game. You know, or I guess it was metal word go home with nothing game against mm-hmm. Team USA. And right. Shea, as he said, took that game in a chokehold. Like, you know, he grabbed that game by the throat and he absolutely took over in the final few minutes of the fourth quarter and carrying it into overtime. So, you know, obviously that's not the NBA. It's very different, but Team USA was thought to be the favorites kind of going in. They thought that, you know, even though this was like a C C team for Team USA, it was still like, you know, one of the better teams in all of the FIBA competition. 
And Shea was basically able to go in there and defeat them by himself. And, you know, obviously we've talked about this. I think what the, th- the product the Thunder are going to put out there on the court is better than what Team Canada's put out there on the court. So you think with, you know, better supporting cast around Shea, he's going to be able to replicate that in, um, you know, in an NBA playoff atmosphere because they're going to play, they're going to face a lot of teams that aren't as good as that team USA team as well. So, you know, you take a hand here take a hand there, you know, that's, that's kind of why I feel about it. Like I'm, I'm not worried about Shay's playoff performance. He's, he's going to be awesome. Agreed. Yep. Yes, sir. You're right. right. It is, it is boring when you agree. That's what I was saying. You're right. You're right, man. I don't know. <laughs> Does anybody else have any closing thoughts? Because if not, I'm going to get up out of here. Hornets game, Sunday at 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Very right rude in the middle of schedule a game of football. <laughs> I was about to say, right in the middle of football, dude. That's going to be brutal. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do the TV situation with that. Well, I definitely be just football. That's what I would. That's what I would do. I mean, I got. I can. Fine. I've got other. I just don't know if I want to put the Thunder game on. Oh, yeah, the you have your TV. Or you have phone. your what sixteen fantasy football league. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can we talk about that for a second? Like I, I no, we can't because I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> now here we go. Here's a test, Steve. I bragged about that and then immediately lost the next week. With oh that my team. god. And I couldn't believe it. Coach said, "How many teams?" I mean, is I'm that? sure and their saw... team was an all-star team too, man. Yeah, I saw three dogs. No, they weren't. They weren't. Yeah. No. Yeah. Dylan figured it out pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. It was but like, like three games. But <laughs> it's it's pretty crazy because like the other, it's like a teacher group. So there, and this is a small school I teach at. So there's like not a lot of teachers there that care. So it was just six of us, and yeah, it was. I got. I had a great team, and uh, I lost this week. I'm four and one right now. Um, you lost Justin Jefferson, didn't you? I lost Justin Jefferson, yeah. and I lost a chain. I got him, uh, and he immediately went on the IR. So I'm I'm down in the dumps right now. I I don't know what I'm gonna do. So we'll see. You'll be all right, man. I believe in you. Still got sure. Stephon Diggs, Jalen Hurts, AJ out. Brown, uh, Josh Jacobs. Did you just say Jalen Brown? No, AJ Brown. Okay, I could have worried to Jalen Brown. I'm sorry, AJ, I'm not trying to. Did I? I might have. I don't know. It's late. I might have said Jaylen. no. One no, I'm sure you were right. Oh, you're not okay. the type Thank to. You, you're not the type to flub your words or say a name. I never mispronounce anything. anything ever in my I, entire life. I, I do have one more thing to uh, talk about before we get off of here. Uh, brought oh. this up on the last podcast, and I've since tweeted about it. But we Ooh. are officially final, finalized. I almost said finalized that. That would have been terrible. I, we are finalized for our second annual Top of Thunder fan event. Uh, it will be Steve. January 13th of Steve. 2024 against the Orlando Steve. Magic on a Saturday. Uh, Dolan, will you be present? Steve? Will you make an effort to be present? I, I think probably Wait, Steve. Not. I think. Hold um, on. Hold on. Wait. This is a we're, – we're being complimentary to me today and the – my greatest wish is that you are there and you say you're not going to be there. What? Dude, nothing will make me happier. Did I hear that right? Did I hear that right? Hmm. 
we we got to make it happen. We'll we'll talk offline. We'll talk offline. Yeah, we'll talk. Well, yeah, let's, let's get yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the the details uh, for the event. So, um, first of all, pregame at the parlor once again. Um, those I'll of you that time. showed up last year, it was awesome. The food was amazing. The atmosphere was great. It was great to you know really just get to talk to everybody. Um, definitely gonna have name tags because. We had a lot of people there last time, and that was a year ago. And I we forgot need, a lot of names. So we need name tags with the like the Twitter at. This is is like my at is this. I would yes. like to be referred to as this. That's, yes, that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> we're gonna get that taken care of. Um. So at the game, so we will once again have lower and upper arena options. I I don't know about the other fan events, but like. I'm pretty sure we're the only ones that offer this. So uh, lower bowl, 83 a seat, and that is no service fees and taxes included. So like there will be no service for your taxes, and that's 83 flat. Upper arena, we actually have two options. We have a $16 option and a $12 option. That's also no service fees or taxes. That's so cheap. God. Yeah, exactly, man. Like 12 bucks for a Thunder game? Like, that's and steep. the Magic is like actually a good matchup. Like yeah. that's gonna be a with Paolo. It's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be, be such cool. a fun game. Like win or lose, like you're gonna see a lot of good basketball players out there. Um, just like the Cavs game last year, uh, even though Donovan Mitchell didn't play. But that, but wait, there's more after the game. Whoa. It doesn't matter if you're in low arena or up arena. With you know, as long as you buy it with our link, you can meet us post game. We will go down to the court together, the Thunder Court. You will boots on the ground, Thunder Court. We'll take a group photo there at Center Court, and everybody that purchases a ticket with our link gets to take a half-court shot for Lower Bowl Arena tickets for a future Thunder game. So definitely want to be a part of that. Last year, I think we had 89 tickets sold. We're pushing for 150 this year. That's our goal. Triple digits. I believe we're getting there. Yeah, Amen. we've we've already got a lot of interest online. Um, you know, trying to build up the hype before we put the link out a little bit. You know, try to get, get some feelers out there. Um, got got a lot of new people going to be coming through. I'm bringing a couple of my buddies from Kentucky. We're going to be road tripping up there because so much cheaper than flying. Apparently, uh, we're going to be actually renting a car because none of our cars are fuel efficient. We're going to be driving to OKC. That's going to be fun. Um, one of yeah. mine and Maddie Mole's old. Uh, co-host from a podcast we did that was in canada stew is potentially going to make the trip uh to go see this game and also meet me and moles for the first time ever and uh i think friend of the pot alex hoops almost a hundred thousand follow- uh, subscribers on youtube whoa lives in kentucky also i hit him up he's in he's going to make the trip over there awesome. as well so uh, there's, there's going to be there's going to be a lot of people over there man uh, you know like I said, last year was an absolute blast. We're trying to blow it out and make it even better this year. So you definitely want to be a part of that. Whenever the link goes live on Monday, uh, I will be working on Monday. So it will depend when I get a free second. But thinking noon Eastern-ish is when I'm shooting for that link to go up. So that will go up on top of Thunder. I will pin it on the topic Thunder, and I will retweet it myself. And I'm sure everybody else on the pod will as well. So keep your eyes peeled for that, and don't miss out. Hell yeah. Very exciting. That means you too, Dolan. You too, Dolan. I'll try, man. I'll try. Very exciting. Okay. Um, So, with all that said, thanks for listening. 
this is this is we didn't make a spot for you to put the ad, Dylan. So you I, it's cool. I forget half the time, anyway. We'll throw it in. <laughs> yeah, I just literally just, just cut, cut me off. Now it's time for a word from our sponsors. Just kidding. We can't. We can't do it with you. Cut, like that. cut so, me off uh, somewhere. It's probably fine. <laughs> uh, hoop when you can. And as always, thunder up, thunder up, thunder up. I couldn't hear you. Don't worry, did you say something? He said something. I can hear it. I can barely hear it. I can hear it a little bit. Also, on that in on that oh, intro video we have, mm-hmm. on that intro video, is there a way to let the microphone start talking before? Yeah, you just hit end? unmute. Okay. Because that, yeah, I was I was gonna say that was. It was like fading out and then we weren't talking. So there's like this awkward pause. But I think it was also we were just watching the film and not paying attention. So, yeah, just make it trying to talk until we were supposed to. But I guess I don't know how it landed. Because I think I I think think what you're supposed to do is like as it's fading, but it was whatever. Who cares? Yeah, I usually go uh, it, it like. It like fades know. in. It does the da, 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 and then I yeah. you go. Is that not yeah. what I did? Oh well, Dylan, you really threw us for a loop. Popping I, up. I, I did. I'm Dylan. so sorry, Dylan. Jeez, I'm just sorry. the perfect timing to be like, I, I, I'm about to talk. <laughs> do I let him in and let him do it? <laughs> you could have left me off. It, it would have been fine. But that would been very funny if you just left Dylan in the like. Not he just didn't let him in the entire time. <laughs> he's just watching. I've done that to Alex before because he's tried to get in with like ten minutes left. I'm like, dude, we're like already like yeah, almost done on a roll. Like, yeah, I I, I texted right. him. But you guys have a good night. Do is there anything you need me to do as the like? Yes, nah, nah, it'll it'll show up on here. It actually has all I'm the recording. Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.